Shalom to all. Today's office is Yushalmi Pei Adaf Lamed Beis. We are starting at the very top of the Amud, and in the Vilna Sur Sadaf, it's at the beginning of Yud Zayin Amud Beis on the top with the word Maisa. And today's office is sponsored Lilu Nishmas Mars Miram Sarabas of Yaakov Maisha. Hurtness Shama should have an Aliyah. Now we conclude the previous Daf with Halacha that a person is not chayiv in Reiyah. He's not chayiv to be Eil Regel if he doesn't have any property, and that's because the pasuk says V'lo Yachmed Ishes Artzacha. No one is going to covet your land when you go up to be Eil Regel. Mashma, a person has to have land in order to be chayiv to be Eil Regel. Now what the pasuk is telling us in its most simple understanding is that a person shouldn't fear when they're Eil Regel that someone's going to do something to their property. After all, they are leaving everything unguarded and they're going to Yerushalayim. Hashem's saying, you don't have to worry. And now we have four stories about this. So the Gemara tells us, Mai said there was a story Be'echad with a fellow who went up to be Eil Regel. He left his piles of grain out. And when he came back, he found lions encircling it, protecting his grain, making sure that no one takes it. Another story, It was a fellow that left a house of chickens. He left his chicken coop when he went to be Eil Regel, and he came and found cats torn up in front of them. Miraculously, the chickens tore up the cats that came that wanted to eat them. Another story, a fellow had left his house open, and he came back for being Eil Regel, and he found a snake wrapped around the lock of the door, protecting his house. And the last story, Rav Pinchas Mishtai Hadein Uvda, Rav Pinchas related the following story, there were two brothers living in Ashkelon, they had neighbors that were Gayim, Amri, their neighbor said, When these Jewish neighbors of ours go up to Yerushalayim, we're just going to take everything that they have because no one's protecting their house. So what happened? When they went up to Yerushalayim, sent Malachim to be going in and out of their homes that look just like them. Now, when they came back from Yerushalayim, they sent gifts to their neighbors. They had just gotten back from a long journey, so they wanted to gift their neighbors or something, kind of like a welcome back, hey, we're back home, everyone. So Amr Lain, their neighbors asked them, On Havison, where were you that you're giving us gifts? Amr Lain, they told them, Yerushalayim, we were in Yerushalayim. Amr Lain, so the neighbors asked them, Man Besa, who did you leave in your house to watch your house for you? Amr, so they said, V'loi Barnash, we didn't leave anyone in our house. Amr, so these non-Jewish neighbors said, Blessed is the God of these Jews that didn't leave them and will not leave them. And these non-Jewish neighbors realized what a nace was done for them. And we continue explaining the Mishnah, we had said, that if a person has karka kolshu, they have even the smallest piece of property, one can become nechasim she'en lehem achrayis agavdat. Let's remind ourselves that property karka is called nechasim she'esh lehem achrayis, and something which is not karka, like metal and movable things, that's called nechasim she'en lehem achrayis. And we know that a person can become nechasim she'en lehem achrayis so for example, if someone's buying a piece of property and a car, all they have to do is make a kinyan on the piece of property and they automatically are kind of the car. And in order for this to work, the Mishnah said, all we need is a little piece of property. Now the Gemara asks, How do we know this halacha? How do we know that metatlin could be nikne agav karka? If a person is kind of the karka, either with money, with shtar, or with chazaka. So Rabbi Yassi says, and Rabbi and Reb Chanina, Tertia B'Shem Chizkia, both them say in the name of Chizkia. Ksivet says in the Pasuk, V'yitil hem avihem matanois rabbis, l'kesef, u'lezahov, u'lmigdanois. Their father gave them many gifts, silver, gold, and many delicacies, im arm b'tzuris b'yehuda, with fortified cities in Yehuda. So we see that along with these cities that he granted them, they also got all these other metatlin as well. All right, that when a person is kind of karka, he's also kind of the metatlin with it. 
Now the Gemara says, Up until here, we know that that's if the Karka and the Metatlan is in the same place, the Metatlan is on the Karka and automatically is kind of the Metatlan. Let's say the property was over there and the Metatlan were in a totally different place. How do we know that a person could still be kind of the Metatlan Agav the Karka? So Amr of Bon Barchia, Nishmini Menadol, let's learn it from the following. Now the following has to do with the Machlaikas, Rebbe Yazar and the Chachamim. Rebbe Yazar and the Chachamim argue about Amat Nashchiv Meira. When a Shchiv Meira, a deathly ill person, gifts his things to other people, does he need to go about it like a regular Kenyan, which would either be through a star or some other means, or can he just verbally give it away? The Chacham hold that a Shchiv Meirah has a special dispensation that he's allowed to give things away verbally without the need for a Kenyan, and just that verbal gift alone is considered halachically binding. Whereas Rebbe disagrees and he holds that for the most part, a Shchiv Meirah has to give things like a regular person. So in the course of this discussion, Armel Hen Rebbe Yezer, Rebbe Yezer told the Chachamim, Maisa bimraini echa, there's a story with one Meraini, Shahir Yushalayim, that he was in Yerushalayim, and he was a Shchiv Meira, and he had a lot of Metatlan back at home. And he wanted to distribute them and give them as a gift before he died. told him, You can't give them away unless you have a piece of property. So Me'asa, what did he do? He went and bought a rock for himself near Yerushalayim. And he said, The northern part of this rock I'm giving to so-and-so, along with a hundred barrels of wine that I have at home. And the southern half of this rock I'm giving to the other fellow, along with 100 barrels of oil that I have at home. And this story came in front of the Chachamim, and they were Mekayim, what he said. Now, Rabbi Yezra was bringing this as right to his Shita, that we see that even though this fellow is a Shchiv he's not able to verbally gift this over to the people that he wanted to. He had to do a Kenyan Agav Karka. But we see for us, which is relevant to our discussion, is when a person makes a Kenyan on Karka, the objects, the Metatlan, that he's being kind of Agav that Karka, don't need to actually be on the property, they could be in a totally different place. But now, Amr Chananya Kumi Rabmana, Rav Chananya said in front of Rabmana, that's not a raya, because aren't we talking about a Shchiv in that case? A case of Shchiv is different. Usually, when a person wants to be maknis something to somebody else, he has to write it down in a shtar. Fakan over here, when we're dealing with a Shchiv Meirah, he could do so even verbally. And therefore, we should also say by extension, usually, if a person wants to be kind of Metatlan Agav Karka, the Metatlan have to be on the Karka. The kind over here, since we're dealing with the Shchiv Meirah, I feel Karkar's Makam Echon, Metatlan, Makam Acher, even if the property is in one place and the Metatlan is in a totally different place, we would allow that Kenyan to happen. That's only because it's a unique dispensation for a Shchiv Meirah, not because that's a normal way for this Kenyan to work. So we don't have a Raya from this story. But now Lama Bezon Bezon on top, Amr Lei, Rabban responded to him, Lei Rebbe Yezer, he isn't the story that we just brought coming from Shitas Rebbe Yezer. Shani he Shchiv Meirah, Kibari This is different because Rebbe Yezer holds that a Shchiv Meirah has the same din as a healthy person in Shittas Rabbanon. In other words, Rebbe Yezer treats a Shchiv Meirah no different than the Rabbanon treat a healthy person. As we already said in Shittas Rebbe Yezer, there's no special dispensation for a Shchiv Meirah. When he wants to be mocking something over, he can't just do it verbally. He has to do it with a regular Kenyan. So therefore, however Rebbe Yezer would treat the Shchiv Meirah, that's how the Rabbanon would treat a regular healthy person. And since we see that in this case, Metatlan were able to be Nikna Agav the Karka, even though they weren't near the Karka, so even though that happened for a Shchiv Meirah, we would still apply that to a healthy person in Shittas Rabbanon, so we do have a raya. And now we bring another raya to this halacha. Tamantanin over there we learned, and this is our Mishnah, Rabbi Kiva Im, Rabbi Kiva said, Karka kol shuhu chayv bepeyo bebikurim, even the smallest bit of karka is chayv in peyo and is chayv in bikurim. And as the Mishnah had said, we can also be kind in nechasim, she'en la machrayas, I got this tiny piece of property. Now karka kol shuhu what's a tiny piece of property good for? You can't physically put any metaltalin on top of a tiny piece of karka. So it must be that when we're saying that we're kind of metaltalin, 
ag of a tiny piece of karka, it means that the metaltalin don't need to physically be on the karka. But now, Amrav Masanya, Masanya says that's not a raya. Tipata, we could explain the Mishnah is talking about this karka kalshahu had enough place for one stalk of grain to grow, and there was a margalis, a pearl, buried in this piece of property. So we do have a scenario where metaltalin is physically in the karka kalshahu. And we continue explaining the Mishnah now, talking about a shchiv meira. As the Mishnah had said, because of nechasim shchiv meira, if a person writes over his nechasim as a shchiv meira, so the Mishnah had told us that if this shchiv meira left over a little bit of property for himself, even if he got better, the gift that he gave is still a valid gift. If not, meaning if he didn't leave over any property for himself, so it's not a valid gift if he got better. Now the Gemara just says, "Ezu shchiv meira." What is the shchiv meira that we're talking about? That's if the sickness didn't jump on top of him, meaning he slowly and gradually got sick, and he reached a point that he thought he was going to die. So that's what our mission is talking about. However, if he suddenly got sick and the whole thing was a big surprise and within a very short amount of time he thought he was going to die and it wasn't gradual, so then even if he did leave property over for himself, if he got better, we would say that the only reason why he gifted this property away is because he thought he was going to die because again, this whole illness jumped on top of him. It was kafat's olav and therefore again, even if he left some property over for himself in this situation, it would not be a valid gift if he got better. And the Gemara continues, Derech if a person got sick the normal way of the land, he got sick, so we're dealing with the first day. His relatives and his close friends, they come visit him right away. But people who aren't his relatives, they come visit him after three days. Whereas, if the sickness jumped on him and he got very sick very quickly, both his relatives and non-relatives and people who aren't so close to him, they visit him right away. And Dalmo, we have a story about this. and and They went to visit Rabbi Yaisi after three Three days of him being sick. Armelain, he asked them, Did you want to keep to this brysa? And that's why you're only visiting me after three days? Even though you're not relatives of mine, you're still close friends of mine, so you could have visited me on the first day. And we continue explaining This is just a little bit more detailed than our Mishnah. If he left over a little bit of karka for himself, it's a valid matana. Take out the word loy. So it's really that's even if he got better. As we said, if he really thought he was going to die, then he wouldn't have left property over for himself. And since he left something over for himself, that means he really wanted it to be a valid gift even if he gets better. And Loishir Karkakal Shahu, if he didn't leave over any property for himself, his matana is not a valid matana, that's if he got better. Because obviously, the reason why he gave away all his property is because he thought he was going to die. And now that he didn't die, so obviously he didn't want to give his property away, and that's why it's not a valid matana. They treated the words of a shchivmeira like a bari, a healthy person, they wrote and gave over. Meaning a shchivmeira that simply verbally said, I'm giving this to that person, that's just like when a healthy person writes something in a shtar. In other words, a shchiv meira doesn't need to write anything down, he could just simply verbally give something over, and that's a halachically binding Kenyan. However, that's only if he dies from that sickness. However, if he got better, so then what he said is not binding, and he gets everything back. And we continue talking about the shchiv meira giving things away, it's only if he clearly delineates the borders of the property of these fields that he's giving out. And he says, to new saw the Pliny, Pliny, give that field to that person. He can't just say, I want this person to have my field. He has to clearly delineate the field which is over there, which its borders are so and so and such and such, then that's a valid gift. Now the Gemara asks, Omar, let's say the fellow said, give half of this field to that person and half of the field to the other person. So he clearly delineated the borders of the field and he said exactly what field he's talking about, but he didn't say which part of the field is being given to which person. So Kamisha Siem, is it 
like he clearly delineated exactly what he's giving out because he did say exactly which field he's talking about. Or is it only going to be a valid gift if he says, you get the north half and you get the southern half, meaning he has to be 100% specific. And the Gemara doesn't answer this question. Another thing about Matan Eshchavmeira, Rav Bino says, If the Shchavmeira gave away all of his property, but he left some metatlan for himself, that's not considered anything, meaning it's not considered like he left something over. And therefore, if he gets better, his matan is not valid and he gets everything back. The Gemara says, come and see, how does that make sense? When he leaves over a little bit of property, he has what to live on. Meaning the reason why we say that when a shchiv meira who gives away everything minus a little bit, even if he gets better, that gift is still considered a valid gift is because by him leaving some property over for himself, he's leaving mechia over for himself. He's leaving over the ability for him to support himself even if he does get better. So it's obvious that he wants it to be a gift. So by that same token, Shira Avonim Tavis Margolius, if he leaves over precious gems and pearls, does he not have what to support himself on? How could this halacha make sense that if he leaves over a little bit of metaltalin, it's not considered like a shear, it's not like he left himself over something. He could leave himself over a diamond worth $10 million, and that could be way more valuable than a piece of property, and is just as valid mechia, is just as valid sustenance as a piece of property, so therefore we do not hold like this halacha. And if Shchiv Meira leaves over metaltalin, then even if he gets better, his gift is a valid gift. The Gemara now continues, Amr this man, meaning the Shchiv Meira, knows that he can mezaka his property to other people, even just with words. So, in regards to what did he write the Kenyan down? This is referring to the situation where the Shchiv Meira had this Kenyan written down in a shtar, that he was mezaka his property to other people. Why did he have it written down in a shtar? in order to make it like the matana of a bari of a healthy person, indicating that he wants it to be a full-fledged matana. Even if he does live, he wants it to be considered a matana. He wants it to be given away, and he's not going to take it back. And the Gemara concludes, Shi'ar avadim, let's say he had left over avadim. Do we say that that's like karka or not? We know that often avadim are compared to karka. So is that considered like he left over karka? So Gemara answers, Tana Rav Yudan Barpazi de Bar Deloya. Rav Yudan Barpazi taught a brisa over in the name of Bar Deloya, but Valoya did matana. We don't know what he taught over in his name, so we don't have an answer to this question. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow and continue to talk about Matna Shchiv Meira. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.